You are listening to Real Relationship Talk, a podcast helping married and pre-married couples build lasting love from above. Got problems? Let's solve them. Because real trials need real truth. Now it's time to get in the game with your relationship coach and host, Dana Shea. Hey friends, it's Dana Shea and you are listening to Real Relationship Talk. I'm so thankful that you're here today as we continue our series on shameless sex. Now, if you all happen to listen to last week's episode, episode 74, you know that we talked about the lowdown on the hookup culture. And I really wanted to talk about the hookup culture because a lot of times we think that the hookup culture is just something that teenagers are involved in or just millennials. But the truth of the matter is there's so many people who just hook up with folks with no real emotional intimacy, no commitment. And so I wanted to do a very honest, real, non-judgmental episode on the hookup culture. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to that, Go ahead and continue to listen to this episode, but then go back and listen to episode 74. So we're going to kind of piggyback a little bit off of episode 74 in today's episode, episode 75, and we are going to talk about seven reasons why married sex is the best sex. Now, let me just go ahead and preface this episode by saying that, of course, there are more than seven reasons, but for the sake of time, I have basically just summed up what I believe are probably some of the top seven, some of the top seven reasons why I truly believe that the best sex, the most rewarding sex, if you will, is going to be when you are married. But before we get into all of that, I would love to read to you all a review. This review comes from Shelly on Instagram, and she says, Dana Shay, Dana Shay, exclamation point. Thank you so much for your podcast. I recently found out about you after talking about my marriage problems with a friend. She recommended that I listen to your show. I had never heard of you before, but as I continued to listen episode after episode after episode, I just couldn't stop. Girl dot, 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 exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. You have saved my life. Well, Shelly, I don't even know what to say, girlfriend. I am so thankful, though, that your friend recommended this show to you. And I have not saved your life. Um, I, I understand what you mean, and I'm very flattered and very grateful for that. But if you and your husband are doing the work, girl, you are saving your own life. You are saving your own life. So thank you so much for that sweet review. If you have been listening to Real Relationship Talk for a while and you want to let me know, maybe you want to send me a shout out or you just want to let me know about maybe a particular episode that has really encouraged you, you can always rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts or find me on socials and send a review just like Shelly did. All right, you guys. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the meat of our show today. We are talking about seven reasons why married sex is the best sex. We're just going to jump straight in because I might get a little carried away on some of these reasons because this is something that I'm really passionate about talking about. So number one, numero uno, emotional intimacy. I believe that when you are married, if married and done right, let me preface it by saying marriage done right, okay, you will experience a greater level of emotional intimacy in your marriage than you will in any other relationship. 
And I know that there are people that have been dating for a long time. I know that there are people who feel super close and connected with their partner. But there is nothing like being emotionally intimate with your spouse. Full commitment. Full acceptance. That is what the fuel is for real emotional intimacy. You see, when you're dating someone and they have the option to leave at any time, and technically you do to a marriage, I mean, you're not like, you know, physically bound, but obviously there's a lot more uh, red tape, if you will, to go through in, in undoing a marriage. But when you are with someone that you are married to, the level of emotional intimacy that you can experience is bar none better or can be better, it can be better, it can be deeper than any boyfriend-girlfriend partnership relationship. So number one, I would say emotional intimacy. Number two, safety. I believe that married sex is the best sex because it's safer. I mean, just in layman's terms, it is physically safer. You don't have to worry about contracting an STD. You don't have to worry about, is this person going to do something harmful to me after I sleep with them? In most cases, I I certainly hope so. Okay. Now I know that there are the naysayers that are like, yeah, but what if your spouse is cheating? They can still give you an STD. And yes, they can. Okay. So we're, we're not talking about kind of those types of situations. I'm talking about just in a normal, healthy, committed marriage you're going to obviously be physically safer because you don't have to worry about all of those things. But not only are you going to be physically safer, but as I kind of mentioned in number one, there is an emotional safety that you have to know that when you're married and you have sex with your spouse, they're going to be there in the morning. They're going to call you the next day. You don't have to worry about sleeping with somebody and then never hearing from them again because there is that built-in emotional connection. There's that built-in safety. There's that commitment that's included in your sexual activity. And so you don't have to worry so much about that. And so I think that that really gives a sense of safety, that I'm safe here. I don't have to perform That's another thing, right? When you're just sleeping around with folks that you're not married to, there's a level of performance. If you stop performing and if you stop doing whatever they need you to do in the bedroom, are they just going to walk off? And so I think that the whole safety aspect, especially for a lot of females where women a lot of times will have that as one of our top um, emotional needs is to feel safe. Marriage is going to supply that for you. All right, number three procreation. Now, again, of course, you can have a baby if you're not married. There's no like biological um, reason or restraint that you can't do that. But I do believe that having a family, a mother, a father, a husband, a wife, is the best container for children. And let me tell you why. Growing up, just like we need that sense of safety, our kids also need that sense of safety. There have been so many celebrity couples that have come out recently saying that the reason that they got married is because their kids asked them to. They had had kids before they got married, and their kids growing up said, hey, this ain't right. I'm like, hello, that is a huge, huge indication that there is something inside of us that believes that marriage is the best way. When you have little kids saying, mom, dad, I want y'all to get married. 
Why do kids do that? Because there is a sense of safety that kids achieve knowing that their parents are married, knowing that they have the same last name as both their mother and their father. There's a sense of safety in that. Not only that, but then there are things like health insurance and and some of the, the benefits that just come from being married. You get to enjoy some benefits as a family, as a married family, that families who are not married just do not get to enjoy. So there's this sense of marriage being this beautiful container for a family. Okay, and I am not knocking if you if you're a single mom, if you're a single dad, if you were raised by a single parent, it doesn't mean that your family was substandard, but it does mean that the ideal family situation should be in a loving and a committed marriage. All right. Number four, I told y'all we're flying through these today. Number four is that you can be fully known. I think that there is something about being completely bare. You know, being completely, as it says in the book of Genesis, naked and unashamed. I talk about this a lot because that is the essence of intimacy. A lot of people think intimacy is just taking your clothes off and getting in bed with somebody. That's not intimacy. Anybody can have sex with anybody, you all. But intimacy, the the full essence of intimacy is truly being known. You share everything when you're married. You share bills. You share household chores. You share household responsibilities. You share your name. Most people, most women at least, will take their husband's last name. You share your bodies. You share your dreams, your fears. And yes, I know that you can do that in a friendship even or in a romantic relationship. But there's something about getting married and laying all your cards on the table. There's nothing that you're holding back. You don't have a house somewhere and he has a house somewhere. You don't have your um, your life over here and he has his life over there. When you get married, you share, you fully become integrated, or at least that is the hope in becoming one, right? That is the whole purpose of being married, is that you become fully integrated with another person. And I just think it's such a beautiful, beautiful thing when that happens. Now, sad to say, a lot of marriages never really make it to this point. A lot of marriages will still have two people that come in. Maybe they'll share household responsibilities. They might share their same last name. They might share bills, but they're still holding back. And I would just venture to say that obviously that isn't the best thing to do. The best way to be married, the best kind of of way to have sex, since we're talking about shameless sex, is when you are able to have sex with your spouse, knowing that you are fully integrated, that you are fully known. All right, number five is kind of similar to number four, and it's that there is a familiarity and an acceptance, unconditional acceptance. There is a familiarity about married sex that you will not find in just hooking up with people. What do I mean by that? When you're married for a long time, you get to know your spouse's touch. You get to know what they're going to do. You get to know what they like. You get to know their body very intimately. You get to experience the familiarity of marriage that unfortunately our culture tries to dumb down. Our culture tries to make it seem like you don't want to have sex with the same person for 25 years. Oh my gosh, that would get so boring. But the truth of the matter is having sex with the same person for 25 years is the most incredible sex because you can try anything. 
You're uninhibited. You know each other inside and out. And it doesn't mean that you don't still learn and you don't still grow and you shouldn't try new things because you should. Being married that long, you you certainly don't want to still be having the same kind of sex that you had on your wedding night in 25 years, hopefully. Hopefully you've grown, you tried new things, you've learned each other, you've gotten to accept one another, you know? And I just think that there's something really, really cool about that, really special about that, when you can just be yourself and when you can enjoy that familiarity that, again, our culture sometimes wants to look at as a downside. Along with that, you get to appreciate each other's bodies and all its changes. When I got married at 18, my body looked completely different than it looks now at 40. I've had four children. I've matured. I mean, I am not the same person that I was in any way when I was 18. When you get married, you get to appreciate all of the changes that your spouse has been able to go through. And when I say you get to appreciate, I mean that you get to appreciate. Not every spouse does. There's still some spouses out here, some couples out here who are wishing for the yesteryears, who are like, man, I remember when my body used to look like when I was 21. Well, I'm sorry, buddy, you're not 21 anymore, okay? You are 55 years old, and it is time that you start understanding that your body is not going to look the way that it looked when you were 21 years old. Accept it, appreciate it, enjoy it, and enjoy your spouse's body. Get to know the bodies that you have now instead of looking back and wishing for the bodies that you had long ago. All right, number six is that there is a spiritual oneness. Now, again, this is going to be a little bit nuanced to our Christian couples. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a Christian, this isn't necessarily going to apply to you. I know that you can be spiritually connected in other areas, but when I say the term spiritual, I mean under God. I mean in a faith-based union. God, you, and your spouse making up that third strand, right? God making up the third strand, I should say, in you and your spouse's union. There is a spiritual oneness that comes with married sex because you get to integrate not only your body, but your souls and your spirit. You see, the deeper the love you have for one another, the better the sex will be. And this is what I want to tell like every 22-year-old girl or guy who's out here just sleeping around with everybody is that you think that the best sex is all the tricks and all the positions and how long you can last and all of that. That is not what makes the best sex. Because y'all, if I can just, I hope this doesn't come off as being crass, but I've had sex for a long stretches of time, right? Me and Sean. Those times don't necessarily make it the best sex. The best sex is when it's most intimate. It's when we're most connected. And if that's only five minutes versus 15 minutes or 25 minutes, then that is what matters most. You see, when nobody's on a time clock, I don't understand where we got that from, where it's like, oh, you know, he needs to last all night. No woman wants her man to last all night. That is painful. Okay, can I just say that is painful. We don't need you to last all night. What we need is to feel a deep, deep connection. And if you have that deep, deep connection with your partner, with your spouse, that is what constitutes the best sex. And I believe that that deep, deep connection doesn't just come from a physical connection. It comes when you are intellectually connected, when you're emotionally connected, when you're spiritually connected. 
And this is why we're talking about the spiritual oneness, because it's something that a lot of spouses will just skip over. It's like, well, yeah, you have your relationship with God. That's your business. I have my relationship with God and that's my business. But, you know, and this is actually worthy of a whole podcast episode on its own, but I, and maybe we'll do one, but I really believe that when you are spiritually connected, when you are emotionally connected, when you are connected on all these different levels and then you go to have sex, that, my friends, is nothing like it. There's just nothing like it. I would never trade that for some hookup in a club somewhere. And so spiritual oneness is our sixth reason why married sex is the best sex. And finally, and I could have had this as being number one, but I purposefully made it our last reason because I didn't want those who disagree to tune me out. Let me tell you that the reason, the number one in my opinion, it's number seven on this list, but number one in my opinion, the reason that married sex is the best sex is because it is God's way. It is biblical. I talked a little bit about this in episode 74, where I said that the created cannot say to the creator how we were supposed to be designed. You see, when God created man and woman, he created us for a specific purpose, and he created marriage for a specific purpose. And, my friends, he created sex for a specific purpose. I want to read to you 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20, and I'm going to read this out of the message translation. When I came across this particular translation, I, I was like, I want to frame this somewhere because it is so, so impactful. I want you to listen to these words. It says, there is more to sex than mere skin on skin. Somebody say amen. Sex is as much spiritual mystery as physical fact. As written in scripture, the two become one. Since we want to become spiritually one with the master, we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids intimacy and commitment, leaving us more lonely than ever, the kind of sex that can never become one. There is a sense in which sexual sins are different from all others. In sexual sin, we violate the sacredness of our own bodies, These bodies that were made for God-given and God-modeled love for becoming one with one another. Or didn't you realize that your body is a sacred place, the place of the Holy Spirit? Don't you see that you can't live however you please, squandering what God paid such a high price for? The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part of you. God owns the whole works. So let people see God in and through your body. You all, that is the best summary of 1 Corinthians 6, 18 through 20. That is the message translation, which if you know anything about the message translation, it's basically paraphrased, okay? So it's not like letter for letter, Greek to English. It's not what the message translation is. But I absolutely love that. There's so much packed in there. I could have done an entire episode on just the scripture alone. A couple of things that stood out to me Number one is that it says that we must not pursue the kind of sex that avoids intimacy and commitment, leaving us more lonely than ever. And isn't that the truth, y'all? That there are so many people that are out here having sex with a whole bunch of folks, or maybe they're even in a, quote, committed relationship. They've got a boyfriend, they've got a girlfriend, but they're lonelier than ever. And the reason is because that is not how God modeled sex to be. 
The message translation also says that we violate the sacredness of our bodies, of our own bodies. The King James and other translations says that sexual sin is a sin that you commit against your own body. Like, meditate on that for a second. What does that mean? That means that when you have sex outside of marriage, you are committing a sin against your own body. How is that? Well, because you're violating what your body was created to do. You're violating the very sacredness of your body. When we have something that is valuable, when we have something that is rare or something that is precious, we protect that thing. We cover it up. It's just like if you were going into a mall and you go into like the jewelry store in the mall, they don't have the precious diamonds out on display. They have those diamonds locked up in a case. And this is really a call for modesty, right? I know that that word modesty has kind of been like all jacked up in the culture and everything. But there is a way that we should carry ourselves as sons and daughters of God that is not the way of the world. And I'm not a prude. I'm not saying that you can't wear form-fitting clothes and you can't look cute and you can't be in the fashion. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that the way that we present our sacred bodies should look very, very different than someone who has no idea of the value, the high price that God paid for them. I think when we have that revelation, then we're not so quick to jump into bed with people because we're like, hold up, buddy, like I'm valuable. You are about to be um, consuming some diamonds here and you are coming to the table with no commitments. I don't think so. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it breaks my heart when I talk to some young women sometimes and they say, you know, well, if I don't have sex with him, he's not going to stay. And I'm always like, oh, wow, you just really don't have any value for yourself. You don't have an understanding of the value that you had, because if you had an understanding, you would not take that. You wouldn't accept it. You would walk away. And so in married sex, we are able to understand the spiritual sacredness of the act. We are able to understand that as we are connected spiritually, as we follow God's way, You see, this isn't just following the Bible or I'm not going to have sex outside of marriage because the church told me that I can't. It's understanding what God's way is, understanding what God's purpose for sex is, what God's purpose for your life is, and how that all fits together. I love how the message translation says, you don't want to be squandering what God paid such a high price for. The physical part of you is not some piece of property belonging to the spiritual part. Your body matters. Your sexuality matters. It's important. It's valuable. It's sacred. And the best way to express it is within the confines of married sex. And so just to recap real quick for you, the seven reasons why I believe married sex is the best sex. Number one, emotional intimacy. Number two, safety. Number three, procreation. Number four, being fully known. Number five, familiarity and acceptance. Number six, spiritual oneness. And number seven, it is God's way. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. I know that we were done. I said seven reasons, but I have to give you a bonus reason. And as I was talking, I could not believe I didn't remember to put this one in there. Okay, so this is technically number eight, but because I don't want to change the title of the podcast, seven is my favorite number. So we're going to stick with seven reasons married sex is the best sex, but bonus. How about that? Here's a bonus reason, and this is why I thought it was a perfect conversation for the Shameless Sex series. 
piggybacking off of number seven, which is that married sex is God's way, there is no shame in married sex. There is no shame. What do I mean by that? If you're a Christian and you are having sex outside of marriage, you know that most likely you've been eaten up with shame, with guilt. You are probably conflicted. You've probably reached out for help. You've reached out to accountability partners asking you to help you to stay on track, right? Well, married sex, you don't have to worry about any of that. There is no shame in married sex. And so I just wanted to throw that one in there because it's really, really important that we understand that when we do things God's way, then we do not have to walk in shame. So I would love to hear from you guys. Maybe you've got some more reasons why you think that married sex is the best sex. Maybe there's some um, some reasons that we could even add to this list. I would certainly love to hear from you. And so shoot me an email. You can email me at info, that's I-N-F-O, at danashay.com. That's I-N-F-O at D-A-N-A-C-H-E dot com. And I would love to hear your additional reasons why you think that married sex is the best sex. And as we wrap up, I just want to just offer so much compassion to those of you who are married and your sex life is in shambles. Maybe you clicked on this podcast episode today because you thought, you know, if I can just listen to this, maybe it'll give me some hope for my own marriage. Y'all, there are lots and lots of episodes on Real Relationship Talk that talk about how to have a better sex life, how to create that emotional intimacy. So go through the episodes and listen, listen together, listen with your spouse and do something about it. I think that that the gift that God has given us in married sex, it needs to be talked about more. It doesn't need to be hush-hushed. It's not something that we should be ashamed of. This is why it's a part of our shameless sex series, right? It's something that we need to celebrate, and it's something that we need to talk about. And so I love talking about sex, not because I'm like some freaky person, but because I just, I love the fact that God gives us this gift of intimacy and that he wants us to express it. He wants us to model his way. So thank you so much for listening today. Again, I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening, and that way you will get episodes directly every single Tuesday when they are live. You don't even have to search for them anymore. They'll just show up right on your device. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening. I will see you all on the very next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to Real Relationship Talk with Dana Shea. Find the show notes, helpful articles, and more relationship tips at realrelationshiptalk.com. Enjoying the show? Be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember to subscribe. We'll see you on the next episode. The love of God is immeasurable. It's unchanging. It's indescribable. Because God loves you so much, you can sleep through the night in peace. With Abide Bible Sleep Meditation, you can fall asleep fast with relaxing sleep stories based on Scripture. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Bible Sleep Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.